0: hello everyone welcome to the what is truth podcast my name is greg and if you haven't listened or, or know me uh it used to be sinclair with me and uh sinclair has um has gone home his faith becomes sight sinclair is in heaven um, and so therefore he um is not going to be part of doing this podcast anymore that grieves my heart But uh, I think Sinclair would want me to continue and uh, um, at at the very least continue to get the gospel out, if not using this um, in any other way, um, shape or form. And with that, um, someone else came to me and uh, asked if uh, I'd like to start this back up and a good friend of mine and So I'd like to introduce to um, a good friend of mine, Jeff Lopez. Say hi, Jeff.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: There you go. You can hear his voice. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, what we're going to do is is this is going to be the first time with Jeff. So we're going to kind of interview him, kind of get to know Jeff a little bit. Uh, I enjoy doing a little of this because I'm getting to realize that there's things about him I don't know. Um, We had interviewed had done this once before and messed up on the recording i messed up on the recording and when we did that i first asked jeff to tell us his life history and then i wanted him to tell us about his spiritual walk but jeff couldn't do that in some ways because his spiritual walk is his history you can't talk about jeff without talking about jesus and uh, that is one of the reasons why i want him on this podcast and want to be his friend and so therefore let's start jeff with you telling how your testimony how you became a christian and what does it mean to be a christian
1: uh that's that's always the the million dollar question what what does it mean to be a christian well um to to start off, uh, my, from my testimony, uh, I, I was born and raised in Miami, Florida, uh, born to a, a Catholic-driven uh, family. Now, uh, they were Catholic by name. They would say there that we are Catholic, but we that, I don't think my father and mother have stepped in a Catholic church in probably 20, 30 years. But they are staunch, hardcore Catholic. I went to a high school that was a Jesuit high school, so that, that was the teaching order of the Catholics. Um, they, um, when I was 18, left the house, came, went to Illinois for a couple years, then came back um, by the grace of God to Gainesville. And in Gainesville, my cousin knew somebody who was very much in the hyper charismatic, I would I would call it movement there. But it was a time there where I did not. It was a different different gospel message i believe the that's when i found out that there was a, a different jesus than i had ever heard um, mm. yes hyper charismatic uh tongue speaking but it was different where this is jesus uh, and it had nothing to do with where it was it was a place there where uh we were talking about jesus and this is the you know, man of galilee that you have to i'm not sure if they would say that you have to repent of sins uh, you do have to repent of sins, but then I think they added the filling of the Holy Spirit, but I know in my heart of hearts at that time, and this is, I think you're talking 2004, 2003, but in my heart of hearts, uh, I wanted to live in the world. I wanted to be a bartender. I wanted to chase after girls. I wanted to, I wanted to live, live my best life And mm-hmm. for a t- for for a time God let me and it became the most miserable dark time. Uh you would you would say there to people there, man, Jeff's so happy and all that. But if you ever saw me in private or in um, my house there, I would be so so miserable and crying and um you could you, you can <laughs> ask my mom there the many times I would just be so depressed. But when you would go see me, man, Jeff's all happy and go lucky and all that, but inside that was a misery inside my heart during that time there i i wondered what is truth what what is the standard because i would see people um okay they're drunk but i'm not that drunk so i'm better off than them but he's more he's less drunk than i am so so there is this the right way to do it is this the wrong way to do it what is this person's belief better than mine is this so I thought in my heart there had to be a standard, there had to be a, there had to be some truth, but but I would suppress it. There had to be yeah. a truth, but suppress it. Until about 2010, when uh, I went on a cruise ship. And on this cruise ship, you know, people, man, you're going on a cruise ship. Wow, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I felt even more miserable. I got super drunk. Uh, during one of the nights there and and in my thoughts there i really wanted to jump off this this cruise ship because there's there's nothing left i've done it all i was a bartender i did i had uh, you know, pretty popular in the gainesville scene um i was i had the girls i had uh, and and inside there was just misery just uh, i just wanted to end it all so the last night on the ship is this is why it's it was either july the 31st or august the 1st of 2010 i i was at the bow of the ship pacing back and forth screaming out to god of god i i can't do this anymore um i i'm either going to die or or you have to come into my life I, i i can't i'm going the way i'm going i i can't I'm going to end up shipwreck. I'm going to die. Help me. Here here it is. It's it's time to let it go. Here. here, Here's my life. And there was a peace. There was a calm. There was a a changed person. And and I'm like, I got to go. Got to go to church, wherever it is, the first church. And um, so there was a conversion there. There was something happened. There was something in my heart that just this hardness that just melted away. But that's not the end of the story um at that time there i ended up uh the, the first church i went to they had shared the gospel but there was tinges it was an assemblies of god church There was tinges of again a hyper charismaticism and there were parts of that that ended up into a cultish kind of way there um, and during that time there and this is we're probably going to 2013 now where I, I got to the point there where uh, and I would challenge them I would re- read in the word get, get in the word and be like wait a minute we're, we're saying we're supposed to follow Christ there but yet we're we're not doing these things uh, we're we say we're following Christ but you're saying these things that, that we're not following we're going back and forth I'm like I I can't I I can't be a part of this so 2013 I ran into a friend of mine who uh, his name is Mike, and he was having his issues under uh, under different circumstances. that where we both split. From that split, we we just knew, okay, we have to, like, the Lord says there to go out into into the highways and hedges and and to preach the gospel and and to go and teach others, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and so so we're going out. We're not baptizing people, but we are we're going out on campuses and sharing the gospel and stuff. And that's when we met. Fred, who was like, "Yeah, hey, uh, there's a there's a great church up in Alachua, and that's how we got connected with with Pastor Eric, and and that's how we ended up at Windsor and all that." And, and the thing is, God is still working in all of us and all followers of Christ, which is which is what the gospel is. The gospel is the good news of how we are wretched sinners. We are that we have a big problem, and the big problem is. That We are sinners and we have violated the laws of a holy, righteous judge, God, that we are all condemned under his wrath. But he has made a way in Christ for those who repent and throw themselves at the mercy of God, they're of Christ. They're knowing what he's done, dying on the cross for us, giving his blood as a propitiation as a sacrifice for us as a covering for us so that we would have access to the father so that our sins can be cleansed and to prove that he's the prove that he's god he rose on the third day to show that he is the true messiah he is the truth the, the way the truth and the life and that's the good news of it that everybody here has this opportunity to have their sins cleansed knowing that they've violated a holy and righteous god knowing that the sins that live deep in their hearts can be forgiven only by the by surrendering your life to Christ. So uh, that's my testimony in a nutshell. Now, uh, many things happened there. I, I was a part of a kind of cultish, so uh, which I think that's a blessing from the Lord, because I was a part of a cultish, hyper charismatic tongue speaking, casting out every single demon. There's a demon of loss. Well, is a demon of this. There's a demon around every rock um, that I think the Lord let me do for a little while, uh, so that I can see what, what is this and how I can review or, you know, correct this wrong. And so that's why there's a depth of just preaching the word and going out and sharing and talking to people and knowing them. you know, so that's me in a nutshell by the grace of God.
0: <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, um uh, you kind of given some of your history but is there uh, any other aspects on uh, I mean, you kind of definitely given your testimony your spiritual history is there aspects of your you know work history uh moving where where, where you've located and lived uh, any of those kind of things that would help um others myself included understand you better
1: in what sense in the sense of just
0: um well uh, what do you do for a living how about oh, that? Um, and sure. and uh, wh- what have you done in times past for a living? Um, just so they would have a basic uh, understanding.
1: Sure. So for uh, a little while, I was a school teacher. I thought mm-hmm. I taught K through five P.E. for eight years from about 2004. That's where I got my first degree. My first degree was in uh, exercise sports science in the University of Florida. And I taught I for eight that. years. I taught I taught eight years K through K through five P.E. And then in 2013, um, there was a, a major turning point in my life where that's where God just crushed my world um, for the better. Because it, it, if I if I would have stayed where I was at that one church, I would have probably gone in the ways of false teaching and mm. terrible guidance. But God crushed me at that point. He was working on me at that point. And so from that, and me pairing up with this with this guy named Mike, um, both of us got into deep into the word. What does the word say? What does what does the word say? We're we're not following. I'm reformed uh, via background, so the sola sola scriptura. We're we're gonna follow sola scriptura, not scriptures, but what what is, what has what is God speaking to me today? What is, in, in my in my quiet time did God speak to me? What was these prophecies? Am I a prophet? Am I? No, it wasn't that it was. What does the word say? Because that's the only infallible guide that I have because I am fallible. My thoughts are fallible. The only infallible guide I have is the word. and we, I have to follow what the scriptures say. So from from there, uh, I worked in uh, uh, from 2013 till about 2017. I was a I managed a nursery. So I grew plants on the side there. I grew plants and I managed a nursery, a TNT nursery. And then I, at 2017, I believe, I was, I started to work as a tech in the ER and now I'm worked my way up to being a nurse. So I've been a nurse for the last two years at an ER and just what a blessing to see just different characters of people and being a light in a very, very dark place. So Very dark
0: I, I um, have mentioned in times past I find it funny that you went from nursery to nursing uh, <laughs> right. um, and 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 actually there's some similarities in some ways of nurturing kids and PE so you, you've uh, um, you have you must have some um, nurturing gifts um, oh, yeah. and and I guess on that note too. uh um, to uh, tag along with that concept of nurturing others, uh, I, I believe that you can tell what a person's like by the people that are the highest or people that are influences on their life at all. Um, and uh, I asked you uh, last week, and you, you said you've already uh, reevaluated some, but. Um, <laughs> And I, I think that that is a sign. I think that we're always having new people having effects. But right, um, right. I, I think I even gave you a number. I think I said five. Do you have a five or three or whatever? Do you have a group of people that you could list and maybe uh, explain why that there, that the high influence is in your life?
1: Well, high influence is, of course, uh, my wife would probably be the, the most uh, highest influence. Um, in my life there, uh, there has, for the last five years, she has been a blessing. She has been a pruning tool that the Lord mm-hmm. has given me to, to, I, before you're married, you you think, oh, you're, you're not selfish. You're not, I'm so giving, I'm so, but then when you are married, uh, you, you, you're like, wow, I am, I am extremely selfish. I'm just self-centered. I. And then when you have kids. Goodness. Oh, yep. wow. I can't, I'm not, I don't have the, these freedoms, but such a joy to give back. It, it, it's such a sacrifice there. So, uh, my wife has been, there's been many moments there where I've fallen short and I've sinned against her and to be humble and kind and showing forgiveness and, um, reconciliation has been just phenomenal. So that's one, uh, Another one has been has so a couple of podcast people I would say there. One of them has been I'm going to put them at one at one and 2 there, kind of head to head. There. One of them has been Paul Washer, who through his preaching and just preaching truth based off of uh, what the Word says, but also just his life. Like this is a you can say there that that man he has not only preached it but has lived it. You know, evangelists and seen it, and this is like this. This is the gospel, and if you don't have, I mean, the shocking youth message messed me up, and I still listen to Paul Washer um, speak and his sermons, and just the humility that he shows um, is is on phenomenal. Like, a, it's funny. There's an interview I saw with him, and he was with Ray Comfort, who was another great, great uh, Christian there, but comfort is very much charismatic hey you know i'm talking to people hey what's going on what's going on he's interviewing paul washer doing okay paul and paul washer is just well it's it's such a privilege to be here uh, (laughs) in this show uh it's such a well yeah you know you just had the shocking youth method there's a great comfort going but yes you know i i don't preach like that very often but something is so soft i'm like wow this there's a humility to this man so um, and then I guess lining up with him would be J.D. Hall. Definitely. he uh, He's a pastor up in Montana who uh, very polemical, very truth oriented. But through scripture, there have been very few things I have heard from that man who uh, where it, at first it rubs you the wrong way. But as you peel the onion of yourself and through scripture and where he's coming from, you start to see like what a different mind Um in the word like wow it, it reminds me of i guess this is how george whitfield would preach where you're or, or some of the reformers of the, of the uh first great awakening there where you would you would listen to these person people and it pierces the heart you're just i am broken I, i've never thought of it like that wow lord thank you for such a blessing um and then uh i i guess if you, if i have two more here um pastor eric would be i have let me put him in there he has he has been such a great brother to mm. run to for any questions here and there, there's something about the local pastor that people overlook which yeah. is which is wrong um the local pastor is is necessary for the growth of any christian and I, I didn't notice how much a pastor had to I mean, how, how what a burden job that God has given the local pastor to Like, was that I, I, I was invited one time to a pastor's conference. One of the pastors had, had and they had an extra ticket. So, Jeff, come over here and, and watch Steve Lawson, a very great preacher um, nowadays. And I'm noted I'm in I'm in a room full of these pastors who who dedicate their lives. In the word. And the, the thing is what they're teaching to the to the to the sheep of the flock, like they're under greater condemnation. Mm. They're under, like like what a what a weight that they have because they're they're now teaching others, they're influencing others through the through the word and they have to stick to that. So you know, Pastor Eric has been such a great um, pastor, guiding my heart helping me keep, be accountable. Um, any questions I have to him, uh, uh, any questions I have when it comes to, uh, Christianity that I'm wrestling with, uh, he's one of the people that I, uh, I go to that. I just, uh, I have to bounce this off of you, Eric. What Pastor Eric? What, what do you think? And yeah. he gives me such great truth and it's like, wow, hmm, I
0: never,
1: I never thought of there was many, there have been many moments where I've never thought of it like that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: To interrupt briefly, he is one of the people that I I go to often myself. Uh, um, I would uh, I consider him a high, high influence person in my life, Uh, a person that I ask questions of. And um, and there's something more real when you're actually looking at person. I, I love podcasts. I love, you know, I've listened to pastors on podcasts and other ways, but when you can look the person in the eye and when you, you know, put your arm around them when you're praying or whatever, it's so much more real. And so I, um, yeah, he is definitely a person. Uh, so that's one of the reasons why we get along. I think one of our influences is the same, but I'm um, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but.
1: No, 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 no. And I I think my last one would probably be my mom. Um, My mom has, I, uh, there have been many moments with my mom and I, whether talking about Christ and other, where there's, there's a tease of maybe possibly conversion, but then backing off back and forth. There's been a lot of that. Uh, But what a, what a uh, person that really just cares is just sacrificial, just constantly wanting to keep everything united um working things out and just just an unconditional love that she has for me so yeah those those are five (laughs) so uh that's uh, good yeah yeah i think those are all the people that there's many others and i'm and i'm missing a whole bunch and stuff but yeah uh, those are five people that have influenced okay big, big time in my life yeah definitely yeah
0: um, as I said before, we had already done this interview once, um, and um, and I ruined it. But <laughs> that, uh, praise God, because we get to try it again. And the uh, one of the other questions I asked you, because I was trying to, it might have to been for you. the
1: better because there were some that that, and that list changed, so that might have yeah. been for the better. Who knows? Yeah, and, and, and uh, <laughs> who knows? I, I,
0: I enjoy this is going to be fun doing this whole podcast thing, I think, with you because I enjoy talking to you. I I enjoy listening to you. So this is um, I will actually um, listen to my own podcast. That'd be great. Um, But uh, one of the other questions that I had for you and I. uh, um, And I forgot to tell you that I was going to ask you was um, music influences, because to me now. this is a question that you could ask me and I could have a full multi-hour conversation on this, but, um, what are your music? Like, what do you like listening to? What do you listen to? Or or maybe you don't, but what do you, if you do listen to music when you're studying or what do you listen to?
1: Yeah. So that has evolved um, as I've grown in the faith there. So before, I would listen to, and I, I didn't even notice I was listening to, to music like it was very dark, moody. Um, I was very much into the whole concert, rock concert scenes there. So I would listen to a lot of uh, Smashing Pumpkins, and I would listen to a lot of Nirvana, and a lot of just moody, um, depressing, I, I guess you could say moody, depressing, like worldly life music. Um, I guess you could say that because that's that's all they have. They have these these fleeting moments that 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 are not that's not love, that's not truth, that's not right. Um, nowadays, anything that makes me happy, anything that leads me, um, so yes, yeah, so I I listen to uh, Christian music, so I'll listen to the Gettys, I'll listen to um, the City of Light, and all. It just depends on on the mood. Uh, sometimes I just want to just be happy so when i'm working in the nursery i i just want i, I'll, I might listen to because I, I have a pandora so i have different stations and stuff. so i might listen to owl city who's very much just happy upbeat music and then through them just happy upbeat music um there are times there where i do like the killers they that's a band that that has evolved with with my life they were first just a rock band moody music but then the person got married and so he writes about just issues with marriage um issues with pride issues with this so you you listen to different musics st- different albums throughout their life and you just have kind of grown up with them because i believe the artist is the same age as i am and all that. but anything that makes me happy and just gives a beat and stuff nowadays i'm i'm listening to i think there's a station there's a disney station where it's kind of great to uh, you know have my daughter and i listen to the same music so listening to a lot of moana and uh, <laughs> a lot of uh you know, little mermaid and stuff music. Oh. And it's just great you know kiss the girl whoa whoa you know so it's like you know, kiss ellie <laughs>
0: it's great
1: so um yeah anything that kind of gets me it's me happy and just, you know, sometimes it's glorifying God. There's moments there where I'm like, you know what, Lord, I, I, I want to just listen to great Christian music and just praise you. And yeah, and then there's sometimes where it's like, Man, you know, just I just want an upbeat music. So, yeah, I guess to answer your question, there's I'm just kind of eclectic that way. I just now avoid there are times there where i kind of get tempted to go oh let me listen to whatever the interpol or the smiths or something something moody and, and it, it doesn't last very long when the music now is so sad and depressing and just lowly that i, I don't want to stay there I'm, uh, how did i used to like this hmm. Now, like let me listen to something upbeat why
0: <laughs> do you think that um good art as in well done, uh, well expressed, um, and well good sounding, glorifies God even if it is not desired to glorify God. A unsaved person could glorify God by doing good art.
1: Well, Scripture says there, um, the law is written in their heart. Yeah. So you can say you can make an argument there that you can make art good but i don't think it it comes to the point there where it's glorifying to god um i can go to the uh smithsonian the 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 modern art smithsonian and i can see great art by some pretty famous people but there's something about something beautiful that maybe maybe the person is a christian and they they honor god through their art and they do something that points to Christ that that's far more above than any of mm. the most beautiful things that the world can offer. So it, it's that extra element of adding to the, to honoring God, to glorifying God through it. There's something added to it. That's just like, wow, this is amazing. Um, but yes, I think you can see something good. Um, yeah. I, Pastor Eric and I, we like the song piano man by Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a song there where you see just uh, you see a man there that's this and everybody's united and everything is this and wow what a great artist and stuff but not not glorifying the god that's it's missing an element
0: yep yeah um, so. i think um on that note you said that they're they're missing an element but i also think that they um in my life because music is a, a higher is a high influence it's also has an element that the the christian music doesn't have and that is for at least for me i there is a sin element because i have a conviction and i'm going against my own conviction um and there's there's a a rush in sin and um uh I can feel that's lacking when I'm not going against a personal conviction, which uh, is, uh, we'll have to do a podcast on that. Cause uh, that is uh, something that um, is a big part of my life. And uh, some people don't understand that. And there's others that do. Um,
1: yeah. It's sort of like the same, the, the person who uh, watches television. Well, I can watch a secular show, and all that, but it, it's sort of like, okay, I can watch a secular show. Sure. Sure it's got some bad words sure it's got this and all that but like why why do i want to taint myself with stuff that's inundating my mind where i want my mind to be glorifying to god i I want my mind to be set on things above not things of this world
0: so and and uh and there's been times and i think there's been people i know that have taken um non-christian music and it has pushed them to have a Closer walk with God, and I know in my own life there's been, um, and definitely not Christian movies, um, that have had a huge push in, in my life, especially ones that have a little more historic base or whatever. But eh, even sci-fi that that make me think about my spiritual walk. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Uh, well, Lord of the Rings. watch. Well, I, I consider that a Christian movie, but that's just, that's another whole story. I love the Lord of the Rings. They're they're my favorite movies by far. Yeah,
1: me, me me too. I, I have to watch it once a year because it's uh, just it's, they're so good.
0: Um, but uh, another reason why I like you. Um, <laughs> but but I, even like the Star Wars or um, you know, a movie that had a huge uh, influence on my life was uh, Braveheart. I'm um, brave it had some junk in it it was definitely not um uh, a Christian movie but the 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 point of this guy that was basically so sold for the the concept of freedom um that he was willing to lose it all um in my mind when I watched that I thought I'm not all about freedom I'm all about getting the gospel I'm all about God I need to be willing to give it up all for that that concept. And that was life altering. I remember I, I did house cleaning. I literally was throwing things out of the house I was living in the next day because of that movie. Um, So God can use that. But at the same time, it is, there is a, even sweeterness when it is someone that is trying to influence you that direction. Um, And uh, we will definitely do a podcast on that. I'm I'm actually excited to do that. That'd be a fun one to do. Um, and, And, uh, you know, and, and that's a. We'll have to do a podcast on podcasts because that's another thing. Is I listen to a lot of different podcasts on a regular basis, and we'll have to talk about um the ones that you listen to and I listen to that we're um willing to listen to and know that some of them because I, I listen to some that uh I there's nothing I agree on for the most part. I listen to it because I'm trying to uh see the other side um uh so we'll we'll have to do one on that too but um on that note uh you know as the story went you know i was doing this podcast the uh, what is truth and and at at one point it was also the pilot said podcast with sinclair and um sinclair and i decided we needed to, to be uh away from each other we were doing them all in person And I was scared of giving him the the COVID. And um, um, so I wanted to not be around him too much, especially because I was around a lot of other people. And uh, um, so we stopped the podcast and uh, it was right before or right after Sinclair got COVID and passed that. You came to me and said, "Hey, have you thought about uh, doing that podcast again? And Would you think about doing it with me?" And that comes to the question: What what made you want to do this? What do you hope to get out of this? Um, and uh, you know, convince me to do this. Uh, I, I say that jokingly, but what what made you want to, uh, to be on a podcast?
1: Well, and uh, uh, before I answer that question, uh, I'm going to give the caveat there. St. Clair is a great man. Yeah, uh, there's there's, uh, as I think stated the first time we did this recording, St. Clair was a force. He was uh, St. Saint, Saint Clair. Every time that man spoke there, there was so much scripture that you can you can feel the passion of God there. Um, yeah. The man was yeah. very burdened uh, for, for what he saw out in yeah. the world there and the things that he didn't have any control over and he just felt so burdened um so there's there's only one sinclair and and to i i can't there's nobody that's going to replace sinclair
0: no, no, um, no. At,
1: at all at all so uh, i'm not here to replace sinclair uh, my yeah, my heart behind the podcast um a little bit of it is something that happened today and I, I was sharing with you before we we started recording here was the um i had an incident there where i was on campus uh sharing and witnessing and i saw these two um students college age students there who were sharing the gospel with this one guy and they had a good gospel message but the question that this man was get, was firing back at these two christians there they they couldn't answer they were very much quiet. They couldn't. They, so my heart behind this is uh, to teach. My heart behind this is to to encourage others to l- listen. The, when somebody comes to you and, and asks these questions, this is the scripture for it. I, I don't have all the answers and the Holy Spirit. There's something about the Holy Spirit to just guide you in the ways to answer and how to answer depending on the conversation. But, but I, I just want... To encourage others to to grow Christians there, because there was no doubt that those two guys were, were Christians and they were passionate for Christ, and you saw that while sharing because they're sharing the gospel with people there. But at the same time, I think we should have we should be ready for 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 the defense of our faith. I right? and I think if that person had maybe some of the answers, he might. The, those are seeds that could have been planted that the Lord could have grown in it. So my heart behind this, and and, and again, this, this could all change. You could have different goals. And stuff, but my heart behind it is to glorify God. And my heart my heart behind it is to equip others to go out and share and witness and, and to hand this out to other people, other, other Christians, to say, look, these are some of the things that we go through. I, I, I line up pretty much with these guys. And... I, I want to grow in, in Christ, in it. And, and through this, we're, we're growing in the knowledge of Christ in this. But at the same time, the, the goal behind the podcast, for me in my heart, is to equip others so that it's, or, or to stir others up so that they may go out and share the gospel. To, to share this wonderful truth that we have of our Lord Jesus Christ, to, to this wonderful message that your sins can be forgiven. The, the things that the weight of your sins, the, the many wrongs that you've done in your life, was paid for on the cross. Was yeah. paid for by Jesus, who was glorified, who was who, who lived the perfect life for us, the life that we're nowhere near going to live. Um, but he lived it for us, as a as a, for his joy to go on the cross for us, you know. Um, so yeah, uh, that,
0: that's my heart behind the the podcast, so, well and for it, others to learn. Yeah, it makes sense uh, as we've already discussed some of your occupations. You know, you're an ER nurse. You're you're wanting to to stop the bleeding on some, but you're uh, you, you've also worked in nurseries. You know, wanting to help you know nurture and grow people. You know, it's like how you're growing plants. You got to give them the right things and, and show them how to you know almost. Uh, a guide that the, the tree to grow this way so it gets the sun and, and the same right. thing with, uh, you know, with PE, we're almost, uh you know, teaching kids physical education. You got to you got to train up yourself to be able to do the jobs that we're supposed to do, because we as humans are made to, uh you know, sounds crass, but we were made to reproduce. And same thing with uh, Christians. We were made. We were born again. To reproduce, to get the gospel out, so that the others can become Christians also. So, uh, um, and, uh, as and as far as
1: and to shine Christ, hmm. like we're, we're not, we're not Christ, but from Him, through Him, and to Him. So people should see us and say, "What what a peculiar people! Why do hmm. they do these things? Who 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 are these? Who who is Greg? Who is Jeff, why, why, why does he sell himself out for telling people about the god Like you understand, it's going to cost this guy for him. It's going to cost his family. It might cost his job for him to to do the things that he. Why? Yep. So let's give an account for that. Let's and, stand um, bold for that. I,
0: I have a secondary motivation on that. You know, I want I want to do it because I want to see souls saved and people uh, knowing how to do that but um you mentioned you know Sinclair and uh yeah there is no replacing but I do believe that there's a torch that he set down when he went home and there's a torch that we have to pick up Mm -hmm. and um his life um his life motivates me um uh preached Philippians uh, last night. He, he, he's in my heart. He's pushing me to to give the gospel more. Okay. And um, I, I, I I feel compelled to to use even even he he wanted to use any source he could. He, the radio, podcast, uh, politics, whatever he could get his hands on. And uh, we need to be the, the same way. Um, uh when, when I started doing the podcast with him, it was the first time I ever got on social media. So I didn't, I had, I don't even think I had a Facebook before then. And if I did, I didn't ever post anything on it. And, um, now, and then I was on every social media and mm-hmm. parlor and Reddit and, uh, um, Twitter and Facebook and all those things. And, um, I was a, um, I, I was am willing to uh, drudge through some of those things if I can get the gospel, out, get the truth out. And, and you know, that's um, and you mentioned you know, all the way back in your uh, testimony at one point you, you thought, well, what is truth? Right. And I, um, right. I think right now. Two things. Um, the world is hungry for truth Amen. because everywhere they look, it's lies but also um the we need to know that that's what we have that's what we're carrying we are carrying the truth
1: well and i think part of it we were we were discussing earlier on when doing the podcast here the the sense of there's no logic there's no reasoning mm. in people it almost sounds it almost to me that the thought came into my mind of just little kids who want guidance that's exactly what this generation is growing up this generation has been told you can do whatever you want you can feel whatever you want and whatever you feel is truth well my feelings can my feelings are so fickle my feelings change every moment so how do i know what is truth how do i know what is right and we have this result here and i think god at this moment is wanting to go back to to reason, because he is the author of reason. He is the author of logic. So, yeah. like, once they have, I, I feel like once people understand that there's there's a sense of, look, let's, that's why in Scripture there it says, let us reason together, because there is a sense of, we there is a reasoning behind what we believe, and why what you believe with the feelings, the postmodern idea, is incorrect. And it's totally um, an an antithesis to God. So God is a God of order. God is a God of logic and reasoning. And you can have peace in the truth that he has given us.
0: Well, logic and reason are usable tools for Christians Mm -hmm. because we are believing in the truth. Right. And, uh, you know. There's so many Christians that are scared of those things um, because they don't realize um, that they can use them. And it almost makes the world think that we are scared because we don't believe what we say we believe. But we need to believe it so that we can portray it to others.
1: Correct. Yeah. Because yeah. So. Yeah, it's the truth. It's a dark and dying world. and I mean, they, they need to hear the truth that there is joy. This is, this is true joy. This is true peace. The the peace that you're living in the the sin is is not right. true love. This is true love. This is true hate. This is uh, not what others tell you what it is. This is what it is. This is what God has given us the standard for. And this is what we follow. And this is how everything is good with it. Because God is good. That's his attribute,
0: you know? Yeah. we're hitting so many elements of uh my yeah with sermons uh, um but but yeah um when we i accept the truth of of what he has done and we understand his love it just it makes um, and going all the way back to one of the things you said about your testimony it's us submitting to trusting him to get us to heaven instead of ourselves Right, right. We're gonna uh, and uh, yeah, that will be a um a podcast in minutes Another episode. <laughs> and that's going to be another episode. We have we have plenty of things we, to we, talk. About.
1: We we got we gotta start writing a list.
0: And, yeah, we are we are gonna going, start going. by. And I, um and you know what? <laughs> uh, on that note uh if there's uh, uh people we're gonna we gotta sign out because we we've been on talking and recording for a bit um anyone that listens to this you know one do us a favor uh i think we're going to be speaking some truth so what we really like is if you want to spread truth one of the ways you could do it is spread this podcast um and also um let's see uh um i'm trying to think of the ways well um i have a facebook that's pilot said because pilot said what is truth and twitter uh, pilot said and um, there will be some other ways we can have what, uh, you c- comment or connect. But if there's topics you want us to bring up, we would love to, to explore and find out what's the truth about those things, too. So um, uh, uh, thank you for listening. And uh, thank you, Jeff, for uh, jumping in here. And, and I think this is going to be a lot of fun. You're
1: welcome. It should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. Good. Good times. ahead.